Listener Production. Two cuddly boys overloading the bromance cuter meter. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, you love a career ender. Oh, mate, I'm addicted to them. <laughs> uh, do you catch up with? Is there a club that you all, everyone who's <laughs> absolutely self-destructed at work, you all go along <laughs> and share stories and smoke cigars or something? Um, no, but why is there someone who I should be uh, recruiting? Yeah, you better you better get the invite ready, mate, because Hungary's two top weather experts have been fired over a mistaken weather forecast that sparked <gasps> political uproar. No, what happened? I'm reading from the BBC News here, but um, seven hours before the s- scheduled start of Europe's biggest fireworks display, and this is like 40,000 fireworks are about to be launched along 240 points of the Danube River in Budapest, five kilometres, watched by two million people. The government postponed because they said the weather's going to be bad. But (gasps) the rainstorm changed direction and struck parts of eastern Hungary instead, missed the capital entirely. So everyone apologised, but it didn't save their jobs because on Monday, Innovation Minister Laszlo Pelkovics sacked the service chiefs with immediate effect. Oh, that's rough. I mean, has a weather person ever been right? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, they're clouds, mate. They're, they're unpredictable. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, look, I'll tell you what. If you miss those fireworks, you're going to get some fireworks here with us today. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. We've got a great show for you. That's right. Not only is Matt O'Kine blowing your minds, but um, I've been sort of getting my horsehead wig on, Matt, and taking a look at a few laws, which I thought was just common bloody sense. But speaking of picking up sense off the ground, um, could get you in a little bit of trouble. So let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, let's dive in. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson on the set of this film, which uh, I don't know I don't know if I can talk about still yet, but... Um, I can't wait to find out what this is. You're being very secretive about it. I ha- I am, I am. But um, there's a little bit of a dilemma happening because um, makeup is running out of fake hair. <laughs> what, for you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just tell them you own a turkin, a toupee merkin, which can be easily placed anywhere hair is re- required and uh, get on with the job, mate. It's a little bit demoralizing when uh, you're halfway through taking a, you know, a take and someone has to yell out, hold up, hold up. <laughs> we need to give Matt more hair. And someone runs out and like <laughs> sprinkles, sprinkles some hair onto my head. It honestly, they, it's like comes in, you know, it's the same little tub that we use for the Drake thing, uh-huh. right? And they just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they're like literally sprinkling it on like it's like they're seasoning my head for a barbecue. <laughs> I hope that they do a salt bay down the forearm onto the <laughs> onto the top of the scalp. Salt bay hair, hair bay, just yeah. the old. Oh my god! But, it, but bay. it's really bad because I um sometimes you know I don't you know, have to like, like really you got you'd have to you're quite tall you'd have to really bend down for these people to just put it on as well. Oh my! Anytime my character position. has to 
anytime my character has to bend over in the movie, like if I have to pick something off the ground, I'm like, no, I think it'd be like really back safe and just like, there's no way I ever let them see the top of my head. I, I never want to try that. They tried to shoot from behind me the other day and I was like, I don't think my character would be facing this way. No, I think, I think it's so pathetic. my character always faces north. Um, it's just a character. When they were asking me. And so, um, and so, yeah, so they're like, you know, where do you get this stuff from? Because, because, and the reason why they're asking is they're going through more of it than they thought they needed to. But here's the thing: so after what happens when you finish, when when they call rap on a movie, right? You um, mm. you you know, you've got to wipe all your makeup off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm used to doing that. I'm used to wiping my makeup off, but I'm not used to having to wipe fake hair off. So often yeah. I forget. Um, and sometimes, like I. I don't do a good enough job of really scrubbing my head in the shower, let's say. Yep. Um, and it doesn't come out that easily. So then I'll go to sleep and I'll wake well, the up. The fake stuff doesn't. <laughs> What's that? The fake stuff doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the fake stuff doesn't wash off. The, the real stuff, mate, slips out of my head like a watermelon seed on the kitchen floor. <laughs> trying to pick one of those up with my fingers. That's what my hair does out of my head, just slips around. So I wake up the next morning and my hair, the, my pillow will have like uh, hair on it, like black. More hair like, than you. Well, it's like, it's like a black smudge. It looks like a, mm. um, I think I said the other day, it looks like a charcoal sketch. You know what I mean? Like it looks like someone's uh, yeah. rubbed, you know, b- uh, you know, a piece mm. of, piece of barbecue charcoal on, on, over my pillow. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, you flip so it over, it go me- back to sleep. What, what do you do? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I just I'm just leaving it at this stage. I'm gonna wait till it gets really bad before I do. I'm not gonna wash it every night, for God's sake. So it made me think. You know what? What's ruined your bed? What's staining your bed at the moment? Okay, we're going with the what stained your bed talk back. Uh, yeah. The fable talk back. Um, Rachel, I dropped a plate of very red and very stainable beetroot on my bed. Oh, that's, that is not Rachel, a good that's color. Sus as right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackson said, my dog pissed on the end of the bed in the spare room. I need to make sure that that end goes at the feet whenever we have guests over. Oh, oh. Gee, I hope, <laughs> hope they know about it, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, people are usually fine with their feet sitting in dog urine. Um. <laughs> I mean, obviously the dog was trying to tell you which bed it was sleeping on, you know, marking its yeah. territory. And then you got guests coming over just rubbing it in its face. Ash says, I made a cup of green tea, went downstairs into the bedroom, threw the cup of tea on my bed instead of my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Ash. You just feel a bit of a goose when you go in there instead of the phone going, Dennis, hot tea. There you go, bed. (laughs) And Louis got in touch with us. Louis, what happened to your um, bed? Um, Yeah, my bed, it got egged at a house party I had. Maybe five or six years ago. What? Someone egged it. Well, it was it was it was a single egg. It was a single egg, but someone's uh, they cracked an egg in my bed. What? <laughs> what was the point of that? I thought it was something vengeful. Oh, are we saying that this is somewhat of like a Godfather situation where you wake up in the morning, pull back the covers, and then scream <laughs> because someone's sent you a message. Well, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of what it was like. I noticed it as I was going to bed, but I'd had a few too many drinks, so I thought I'd deal with it in the morning. And yet that came at the cost of a big orange stain. So no one's ever owned up to it? No, no. Still to this day. It gets brought up now and then. I get reminded every time I change my sheets, I've still got the same mattress. <laughs> <laughs> still, 
still yolk soaked as the, yeah. the yolk soak. You're checking and out every time you change the spitted sheet. Well, it's, I've got one of those pillow tops as well, guys, so I can't even flip it. Oh. I've got to keep the pillow at the top. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, mate, you got to lock your fridge next time you got people over. <laughs> Let them chuck the drinks in the in the laundry tub. Protect your eggs, mate. Well, thank you very much, though. We appreciate it and hope uh, hope the stain gets out one of these days. No worries. Thanks a lot, guys. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Matt, don't you hate it when the pendulum can swing from pure joy and elation to dank, dark despair? All in an instant. It's a very interesting dilemma, I guess, that uh, people in the UK are finding themselves in. Because imagine, imagine thinking you've done something really exciting only to be told you're a criminal. It's amazing. It's come up recently in the UK. A legal expert has weighed in to the unicorn phenomenon of finding money on the ground. Oh, Alex Dyson, I remember. All right. Archer Street, Tuong, Brisbane. 10-year-old Matt O'Kine and his mum walk across the street to Tuong Village. As we're walking, look down on the ground, two $20 notes on top of each other just sitting in the gutter. I mean, we may as well have found the keys to Buckingham Palace. (laughs) All right, because I just remember thinking, I will never be richer. Mate, look, seafood's not bad. Couple of lobsters in the gutter. How about me walking outside the casino and seeing a couple of pineapples sitting down there? What? But obviously some high roller has uh, rolled on out and uh, they've they've popped out. You do, you pick up, you look around, you do the head swivel, you hold it up in the air. You do the very quiet, uh, is this anyone's? Is this, is this anyone's? <laughs> Hello, is this? This is, any, is, is, it, is not yours, is it? Is it yours? But both of us, Matt, could have been breaking the law because theft by finding is something that if you come across a nice crisp note on the floor, don't return it to a rightful owner, you could be found guilty of theft. A legal expert, Martin Pizzi, a partner at Stephenson Solicitors, explained that there's also something called the Theft Act of 1968, which protects people who happen upon lost cash as long as they took reasonable steps to find out whose money it is. According to Martin, you should find someone else's lost loot. Decide to pocket it. You could be protected by the law if you had reasonable grounds to believe the money had been discarded. But okay. if someone's looking for it and you just went, yoink, away you go. I guess if there's like money coming out of an ATM and you go, whoop, I'm taking this, you know, the bank could have a have a case against you. But I would say that the, the, the ultimate, the ultimate legal defense, I mean, these people come and pull you up on court charges, you know, take you into court. I'd represent myself. I wouldn't. There'd be no need for the lawyers, Matt, to fork out all your money ground, your ground money for the lawyers. All you need to do is walk in there. You know, the prosecution do their old thing. You know, it wasn't discarded. It's this person's property, whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to say for the defense? And all I would do, Matt, is I would walk up to the stand and say, Your Honor, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. The defense no. rests. No. And I would sit back Apparently down that's and I would watch enough. as a tear comes down <laughs> the prosecution's cheat because they know it's true. The losers weep. And I think that that no. should be written into actual law. 
No, Alex Dyson, what they're saying is that theft by finding means that you actually have to, you have to try and return it to the to the rightful owner. So no. finders, keepers, losers, weepers, it's finders try to find the losers, then keepers, then losers, then weepers. <laughs> okay? Well, so- whatever the timeline is, the losers weep. <laughs> and um, I'm not going to stop there because there are these laws that are, are, are the laws of the land, but for some reason all these so-called experts haven't written them down yet. So I would like to right now get my quill out, get the ink pot, and inscribe a few extra rules that we all know are true, but up to this point you could get in a bit of trouble. Okay. Okay, hit, hit me, hit me. Law number one, Matt, you snooze, you lose. Okay, anyone caught snoozing, automatic losing. What do you reckon? Well, I mean, are you, are you sort of suggesting that if someone, say, is on the train snoozing, yep. um, I could just take whatever they have? Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. It's a free-for-all, okay? <laughs> Fall asleep on the train. You are a seagull pecking at the packet of chips. Like I was at a cafe the other day, went to... They had a little water station. I was thirsty. Went to get some water. Turned back. Pigeon eat my croissant. That was my oh, own fault. Man. I snoozed. Then I lost. You snoozed. You lose. How about this one? Last one in. Officially a rotten egg. If you are the last one in to the pool, you need to change your name to Rotten Egg. Is it rotten eggs that float? Yeah, I think they float. They're rotten. Yeah. Well, that's good. I don't want to be a fresh egg in a pool. Sinking down the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think the biggest law of, of them all that we should finish on, the shotgun rule. You call shotgun, you get in that front seat. Okay, and I, I feel that not enough courtrooms are taking on these cases. No, that's right. Because I remember back in the day, I called it, Catherine Dyson, front seat anyway, said you were in it last time. Now, the you were in it last time rule, there is no equity... In shotgunning. Shotgunning is it a capitalistic system. Those who hold the power of the shotgun get in first, lay claim. Shotgun trumps all rules. I mean, imagine this, right? You're in your CEO position, okay? Top of the big, you know, some tower in Sydney, in your big luxury penthouse, right? Suddenly, the AFP stormed the joint. You've been embezzling funds, all right? They handcuff you, march you out of the corporation, okay? You're going away for many years. As they walk you to the paddy wagon, you say, shotgun, they should have to let you ride in the front seat. And they're in the back of the divvy van. You're right. <laughs> they should. Case dismissed. It's just the let rules, mate. It is the rules. So <laughs> we'll try and get those into law. But um, as we see there, we'll keep fighting for the little guy here, Matt. And um, if you've got any legal disputes... Okine Dyson and Sons, hit us up. Attorneys at law. Also, if you find 10 bucks on the ground, like soon, that's mine. I dropped it. So you've got to give it back to me. Otherwise, I'm going to the police. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. All Day Breakfast. Get your C4 of facts out. It's time for... 
That's right, Matt O'Kine, the quiz master, here to uh, blow our minds with knowledge. Mate, what have you been looking at this week? Well, look, this comes off the back of uh, a discussion that was had around um, Bluey that we talked about on Monday. You know, there, there was an episode banned by uh, in the US because the episode revolves around <laughs> what, what Bluey calls a fluffy, all right? A bit of fart. Fart business, uh, not not very savoury. Well, it's about time America started protecting kids. <laughs> and um, and so you know, I was asking around on the on the film I'm working on. I was asking around a couple of people. Someone said, "Oh, you, oh, you know," I asked about some interesting facts, and someone said, "Oh, well, what what about a fact? The fact that gorillas can't swim, right?" And I thought, "Oh, okay." Then I looked into it, and it's more that they can't swim naturally. They're not they're not natural swimmers, but nor are humans. So there's a little bit of well, uh, contention around whether they can be others, taught. As we've discovered this week. <laughs> yeah, I certainly cannot swim naturally, all right? And I'm still <laughs> learning, thank you very much. It's really weird seeing who can swim, though. Like, elephants can swim and they, like, put their trunks right? out of the water and they go along. I, I saw it in Africa. These elephants walk up to the shore and in a line, they all just swam across this river and got out. Whereas I go into the water, I only go to my legs. I'm like, oh, it's cold. And I'm like, oh, should I put my head under? I'm like, oh, I know it feels better, but uh, I don't want to. <laughs> well, and so like there was a, and then I looked at some stories about how they have actually taught a couple of chimpanzees um, and, you know, other and apes, I believe, to swim um, by sort of enticing them to get in the water and to start to feel comfortable. So very similar to humans. But then I asked, okay, well, I can't use that as a fact. So what else have we got? And someone said, well, polar bears are left-handed. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Then I Googled it. All polar bears? No, common misconception. So I was was struggling a little bit. not very (laughs) mind-blowing. No, then I found a fact because I thought, well, I'm on a movie set. Might as well look up uh, movie facts. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I found a fact which ties into the Bluey uh, Fluffy episode, and that is that Pumbaa, the character from The Lion King, Mm -hmm. was the first character... To fart in a Disney movie. Mind <laughs> alone. No one had ever done it before. You think about Snow White. You think Snow White's letting rip? No. Yeah. Aladdin. I mean, yeah, they're not doing anything like that to keep the magic carpet going. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's going. It's 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 the lamp that's helping that. So, so there you go. What do you reckon? Pumba Pumba was the first character to fart. Mind blowing. Well, does he actually fart on screen? Because I know in the song, I got downhearted. How did you feel every time that I, Pumba, not in front of the kids. Hakuna. So he doesn't actually say farted. All we see is like the plants wilt around him. And we see, you know, I think birds fall from the sky maybe. But I don't actually see the expulsion, you know, of the act. So there's references to farting, but I don't know if we actually see the fart. Oh, okay. Well, look, I was just going off uh, the, the websites here. So if anyone can uh, clarify this, please get in touch. But I, I'm going to stick by my guns on this one. So at least if it's not mind blown, what about uh, bottoms blown? Mind blown. All right. Bum blown. There we go. <laughs> uh, but we also love getting your mind blowns as well. Uh, get them through to us, matt.un.alex. Uh, we love a voicemail for this so we can hear your dulcet tones. And uh, this week's mind-blowing fact comes from Brooke. Hi, Matt and Alex. This is Brooke from Newcastle. I have a mind-blowing fact for you. 
In Australia, we have about 200,000 individual poker machines and half of that is in New South Wales alone. And then further to that, per state in the whole world, New South Wales for number of poker machines is second only to Nevada. Crazy, right? Whoa. Wow. Okay, Brooke, that is... Mind blown. Blown away. Incredible. New South Wales, the, the Vegas of the, the rest Vegas. of the world. Just row after row of the tradies' laptop going uh, <laughs> bonkers. <laughs> um, you would have dropped a few coins into, uh, <laughs> oh, into mate, that machine you, over the years. Are Matt? you kidding me? I've had to, I had to self ban myself. I had to self like not like officially. I just ha- I've just had to step away from them forever because I was just losing money I didn't have as an unemployed actor. So oh mate, I've I have felt. The Queen of the Nile's sweet kiss of death before, I can assure you. <laughs> well, that's the problem of being in New South Wales. But look, that was very, very nice, Brooke. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Gamble responsibly. And uh, we'll be back with you for another mind-blowing fact next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We will be back again tomorrow, so stay tuned. Until then, keep in touch with us at, at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.